On this episode of Beer BS, Kidder and Howard are joined by the return of the Midnight Rocker, who hasn't been on since like episode 34, so well overdue. We're going to talk wrestling. We're going to talk live streaming. We're going to talk food. We're going to talk all sorts of things. Plus, I got a great beer drinking story for everybody. Get ready. The fun starts now. In a world where every Rob, Steve, and Lane has a podcast, two good brothers will try to rise above the rest. <laughs> Howard Blues and the Mark Kidder invite you to pour a cold beverage, pull up a seat, and enjoy time with friends. Welcome to Beer Blues and BS. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Beer Blues MBS, the podcast full of pop culture references that were relevant sometime between the Mesolithic and the Neolithic age. I'm your host, Howard Blues, here, as always, with my co-host, the man, the myth, the cronk to my ugh, the legend, the Mark Kidder. Kidder, how you doing tonight? Hey, 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 Howie Blues. I, I prefer the Paleolithic era if I had to go for an era myself. You know, because that damn Loch Ness monster out there. But the <clears throat> Paleozoic era, excuse me. That ain't about tree fitting, that's what that is. Okay, now I'm good. I'm even better. Why? Because I've had two very strong Bloody Marys. I'm very happy to be here. I'm amped up. I'm ready to drink some more. Howard, I gotta ask, how are you? Well, I'm here, Kidder. Uh, it's been a week. Oh, there yeah. it is. <laughs> uh, I spent three days on the road this week, including Kidder, seven hours in a car for a 45 minute meeting. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Classic. Yeah. Nothing like driving all the way there, having the meeting, driving all the way back and be like, well, that was the day. Let's go home. Good thing so. your salary. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and I got it. I have a good story from the week, Kidder, but I'll share that in a little bit. Okay. You'll it get a kick out of it. It seems that uh, <clears throat> I will because, you know, I always enjoy the trials and tribulations of one howard blues as he traverses the state with the well you don't have a traverse uh what, what are you driving these days chevy malibu yeah yeah so you're malibuing all over the place those sorts of things so i understand how difficult it could be at some points because of all of the plastic that's in malibu but i digress as you were alluding to it's another big show it's another big night it's always a big night on the show, but it's an even bigger night because coming to us remotely all the way from all of the cities, the Minneapolis's and the St. Paul's and everything beyond and in between, it is the one, the only, the Midnight Rocker. Welcome, all 101 of you Midnight Rockers. <laughs> Cheers, guys. How's it going? It's better now. Thanks Good. for coming back onto the show. Thank you for uh, hitting me up the day before. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing like the present, right? <laughs> yeah. It's nice to be back on. Like I was saying, uh, 
was on what episode 33 or 30 and here you guys are at 80 so congratulations on episode 80 now that was really the the uh, jump off point when we started <laughs> to make our tens and tens of followers uh, thanks to you uh no no it isn't thanks to you that sounds like a that sounds like a dig and you have way more people following you than we do so i don't mean to sound like it oh that it's it's, that it's a dig because it's not you're kicking ass and bringing bringing notoriety to to our little little podcast corner of the the universe it's nice to uh go and do i like to go do different you know from live streaming to go on podcasts or you know, etc. For me, it's fun to just kind of test, you know, and see how people, uh, you know, do their line of work, you know, compared to live streaming where there's, you know, no editing. It's just boom. So it's kind of fun or I enjoy coming on here and, you know, talking and having a great old time with you guys. You could totally live stream this on your <clears> end. I mean, you, you, I, I'm telling you, we'll, we'll put it all together in post. It'll make sense later. You know, he could, but I, I would fear the breaking of the internet on that kidder. And last time the Midnight <laughs> Rocker was on, um, we ended up with a still frame of him for like the entire episode. I think we got all of maybe five seconds of actual movement out of him. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, great. We're, re- we're, we're, we're stuck back in 1992 again. Come on. Uh, well... It's an honor and a privilege to have you back on the show. We have a couple things to talk about and uh, in, in your uh, generosity to help us. We'll, we'll, we'll chat about that. But uh, as you know, I am already thirsty. It's the first little big point of, yes, a little big point of the show, every show. And that is what's on tap. And well, since you're our esteemed guest what do you, Midnight Rocker, have on tap for us tonight? Tonight, I'm just going uh, Green Monster energy drink for now. But I have been on the kick. Uh, w- when you recommended last time I was on the po- the podcast, it was, um, oh, what is that called? That cider? Ace Pineapple Ace. Ale. And I have been on that kick for about a, a year since yeah. I was here. <laughs> awesome. Oh, my God. Love that. And I usually get... The pineapple is my favorite, or the variety pack. I told you it's going to change your life. <laughs> Amazing. Or empty and, your wallet. <laughs> and I get so much of it, you know, periodically that they're like, they run out. Like, yeah. oh, well. <laughs> I'm agitated because up here now, a six pack is $12. And I'm like, damn, it's restaurant prices. Come on. Yeah, that's why I, the variety pack is cheaper. And that's why I go with that one usually. But on the nice sunny days, then we go, you know, with the six pack of pineapple. Oh, this is so good. Oh, yeah. Now 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 I got like pineapple thoughts and just dreaming. Diving under the sea, you know? (laughs) Yeah. I think a sponge lives on one of them. I don't know. Something weird like that. Maybe he has a mustache, too. I don't know. After a couple, that's how I feel. I definitely feel like a sponge. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay great so so you got half of a monster and i say half of a monster because it keyed out with your green screen <laughs> oh yeah 
Oh, there it is. Look at that. Good, good stuff. So you got a full monster now. It's great that you trade it in. Went with the, the primo model. Awesome. I love it. <laughs> Howard's like, when are we going to actually get on with the show? <laughs> <laughs> Howard's fine. Howard's enjoying this. You know, it's all right. I'm good. I'm good. Because it's different than my normal banter. <laughs> yeah. Especially yeah. the past, I don't know, six months. <laughs> yeah, we've been dealing with a lot of curmudgeon kidder. You know, it's uh, speak it's for like, yourself. I've been in a good mood. You know, oh. it's 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 been great. Where has it fun. been before the show <laughs> or when it's done? <laughs> <laughs> little a, little b. <laughs> so <laughs> I knew it. Well, since since we talked about. Um, the shirt and, and those sorts of things that you uh, have available, we better throw it in right away that you, as in Howard Blues or perhaps the Midnight Rocker, yes, you moving your glasses, can get your very own brand new Triple B merch on the Triple B merch store. Go to beerbluesbs.com, click on merch right at the top of the page beer bluesbs.com is right here on the bottom of the screen if you're watching the video version and if you're listening to us well on whatever platform you're listening to us thank you for doing that it's in the show notes uh so just go down to the bottom there and click on the website beer bluesbs.com a couple great new listings and i i don't uh, really know if we've touched on those howard have we really touched on those new listings uh we have, and uh, future Howard has been so kind as to then oh. put them into the episodes. So well, hell yeah, mm -hmm. that's 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 how how easy this is. So I don't even have to really talk about them. But I just want to mention the two new ones are protected by Murder Bird Security. You can be protected on your very own by repping that merch, and well. <clears throat> You can pretend that you are Howard Blues and think that it's been a week because, damn it, we have that merch, too. BeerBluesBS.com, click a merch. Which was mostly done because the local geek has been bugging us for a it's been a week uh, merch. So it's there. And it's, it's been up for at least a week. So it's been a week since it's been up. And you know what? Zero units sold. Very disappointed in the local geek. He's always on top of this stuff. And damn it, he's letting us down. You know, he'll see this episode and then he'll, he'll be like, oh, it's out. And so it, it'll be okay. Just give him three weeks. Give him three weeks. It'll, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. <laughs> I kid, I kid, I kid. All right, Howie Blues, what do you got tonight? You got something good? Uh, well, you know, I I don't know how good it is. Um, it's not that other bullshit that you're trying to pawn off on me, is it? What the Black O' Lantern? Yes, that. Mm. No, I haven't been to Cashwise yet. So, yeah, you keep uh, that uh, sh keep that uh, shit uh, on your end of town. Yeah. Um, no, this one, uh, I think, comes straight from uh, Tate's background. Uh, but this is from the Goose Island Beer Co. Uh, but this is, Kidder, a neon bear hug. It's an IPA. So. <laughs> that looks really good. I'm, I'm sorry that I laughed and took away from the, the, the hideous yet glorious 
image of that can. C could you please help us out and show it? Oh, I had it up for a while before you laughed, so oh, okay. don't worry. Uh, but let's see what we got on here for information. It is 7% alcohol by volume. Uh, apparently, it was born in Chicago in 1988. I'm guessing they're referring to Goose Island, and hopefully not this. Uh, 10,000 volts <laughs> no. of flavor, it says, uh, with the bear holding the sign there. Uh, and I looked through this earlier, Kidder, and there's nothing for tasting notes or anything like this, so I can't tell you if this is like an IPA with citrus. I can't tell you if it's just plain IPA. I got nothing. So uh, first smell gives me the, the tell that it is going to be citrus in nature. So let's, uh, let's give it a try. Maybe. It tastes like a bear has been eating a bunch of citrus and then passed it and they cleaned it up and put it in a can. You know, Kidder, I think you would actually like this. You know why? Not real hoppy. Oh, like, I was going to say because you hate me, but <laughs> no, no, it's got a, it's got a nice light citrus flavor to it, kind of like an orange, but not not that that bitter hoppiness that you get with a lot of IPAs. It's it's kind of mellow for an IPA. Kind of looks like a old uh, natty ice, or is it nat natural ice can color? <laughs> Kind of got that a little bit, yeah, yeah. So, no, actually, that's not too bad. Um, probably one of the better IPAs I've had on the show. So, hmm. Hmm, I'm going to enjoy my drink tonight, Kidder. Where's that one from? Uh, it's the Goose Island uh, Beer Company. So, and they are out of uh, Chicago and Fort Collins, Colorado. So apparently, they have two breweries. So. Yeah, no, this is actually uh, a pretty light. It doesn't, as I said, not that overly bitter IPA taste. So it's good. Kidder, I saw the reel on Facebook. I know the fridge is restocked. Yeah. What are you having out of the Triple B beer fridge? Well, I mean, as we encroach upon Halloween... And it is the Febtoberfest season. I felt as though I needed to uh, not only stock the fridge, but also get a bit festive. So as I back up a little bit, just want to make sure I didn't back over anyone uh, or anything here. See, I could dig up into this, but I think we need to go seasonal. So we'll start off. With the, like, traditional of sorts. <clears throat> I'll have a Samuel Adams. Is that and pumpkin this is, spice? This is the Oktoberfest. There it is. If I mean, it's not going to focus because, you know, why would it want to focus? But I'll read it for you. Malt brings so much to a great beer. That's why we developed a unique malt blend to provide a robust color and smooth, rich flavor. Like you, we look forward to this tradition every year. It is the seasonal Oktoberfest, hearty and smooth. It's 12 fluid ounces, 
It is a logger. It has 16 IBUs. It is 5.3% alcohol per volume. I, there he is. The Samuel Adams himself. Anything else on here? Uh, recycle, government warning, savor the flavor responsibly. It's hearty and smooth. I don't know if I mentioned that, but apparently it's hearty and smooth, so you get it again. <laughs> also should be on tap at your favorite uh, establishment as well, which uh, I don't know what I prefer with the uh, Oktoberfest, because I'll usually enjoy having one of these about this time of the year, you know all the spices and whatnot and uh, the uh, colder atmosphere rolling in and the depression of fall. Good scent there, the citrus. Yep, that's a good old Sam Adams Oktoberfest. So cheers to you guys as we encroach Upon the holiday season. Which reminds me, we're getting into October, so I really do got to get, get you that Black Hole Lantern, Kidder. You got to <sighs> no. experience it. You nope. need you need to do it just once. Nope. <laughs> Tell you what, you do two of them, and then that, that'll make up for it. I've already done it. <laughs> it's all on you this year. You get to drink the pumpkin beer. <laughs> no, you do it again. I got my pumpkin beer right here. See, it's orange. <laughs> On, get on with it. Get on with it. Get on with the show. Stop blabbering. Midnight Rocker. Now, you and I have uh, chatted on and off since the last time that you were on the show about <laughs> quite a variety of topics and whatnot. But, you know, nobody really asks the Midnight Rocker, how's he doing? What's going on? What's happening with the Midnight Rocker? So, Tell us, if you would, enlighten us. Bring us to your plane of existence. Things are good. Things are going real good. Um, been uh, really hitting it hard with the streaming. Uh, upgraded, like, all my gear. And uh, pretty much using, like, all per, uh, TV production type equipment now. We've made the step up. And uh, using, like, three different internet modems or connections and uh, a giant modem, a 50,000 ohm battery that we got strapped to the backpack. Uh, went through a couple of cameras, lots of cables, but we've been out uh, streaming IRL a lot. We did, uh, God, the other day we just did a brewery. We did a taste test at a brewery just up the street from my house and uh, know the owners and they're fantastic people and have a nice huge patio type of deal so sit out there we taste test you know on the uh what do they call that uh we get a couple a flight there yeah. you got flight and we test the different beers and we rate them and we chat and uh see what else we were you know, at, only uh, if you had two two good friends that had a podcast with like beer in the title i mean you know <laughs> yes it's uh in fate it's called Infatable Brewing Brewery is where that's at. And it's all uh local right here, right down the block, which is so nice and huge. I mean it's just huge in there. Like the tanks and stuff, unbelievable. Those are probably like 30, 40 foot tanks, you know. 
unbelievable. But um, other than that, we've been to a we went to a, a festival uh, two weeks ago that we did a stream at. Uh, it was actually put on by the fire department called Fire Mister Festival. And it's kind of like a state fair. They have tons of food vendors. Uh, they have beer. They have like all the rides. They even had a um, Fleetwood Mac uh, cover band that was endorsed by the original drummer. Like he uh, propped them for being uh, like that good, I guess. So we were at that festival and that was a good time. And then before that, we were at 2D Con, and I was thinking of Howard too, with the Kickstarter thing. Um, yeah, we're at the 2D gaming convention, the biggest one in uh, Minnesota, and that was a blast. We had a very, very fun time there. And uh, otherwise, we've been just going out and about through the Twin Cities, just kind of documenting everyday life and restaurants and lakes and you, you name it kind of whatever we can get our toes into you know hey, you've been all over the place i've seen you taking the you know photos and the gram <clears throat> yeah very, you're you're just toting the camera around and and talking to people and getting photos with people and i mean that that's awesome you, you're you're the man of the people it it's crazy what uh when when you have a camera how many people come up to you and uh it's fun because it's uh i mean it brings attention and sometimes it's nice and sometimes it's not but most of the time it's nice because a lot of good people come up and they're curious you know oh what are you doing you know and then you get to know people and you know such like that and i'm a you know i'm a people of uh meeting new folks you know i like to learn about people cultures food all that so that's you know everything that's right up my alley and you're kicking ass at it and that's, <laughs> i try <laughs> that's the best thing i mean you know you are kind of famous and so there is that <laughs> he's so modest he's like i don't know i mean i only get invited to all these places people, <laughs> people want to hang out with me i mean you know and then uh you're you're out there doing your your twitch streams and then you see like me sitting here streaming and i have one person watching because i'm just playing flashing lights with rude boy kyle and nobody cares and uh, howard howard was was the one watching yes <laughs> he was waving but nobody could see him because it's kind of like how he was he just shows up in the chat every once in a while howard he's still there wait yep all right glad you're still with us I thought I watched for a while and I thought it was, and I, I, yeah, I rated you too. I forgot about that. I, and I stuck around for about two hours. I think I was in yeah. there. You were I, I like watching people. Like I don't game a whole lot now that I'm doing IRL because I'm just, I'm a terrible gamer, but I love to do it. But I like watching other people. I, to me, it's just, it's interesting, you know, being on the other side. A little bizarre. Yeah, no, I was uh, I was watching Kidder. As listeners of the show know, I'm still without a dishwasher, so the dishes had stacked up. So I had my phone sitting on my window that's above my sink, and I had you guys on, and you were my entertainment, which is also why I stopped responding after a while because it's like 
<laughs> hands are wet. I can't type. So I, I saw, the, you know, Tate come in and, and post, hey, you know, Howard, how's it going? And I'm like, I I would answer, but got to get these hands done. And then I had a kid crying, so then I quickly had to depart. So, but usually I ask Kidder, I do try and watch every now and then and put something snarky into your chat. So that's usually what I do. He's got those notifications turned on, which, by the way, you can do that for this show. You don't have to. We just have to ask for you to subscribe and like an episode or here and there. You don't have to turn on the notification, but it'd be cool if you did. Speaking of when you're talking about this, when we, when I was uh, at the festival doing IRL, I was walking around and there was this tiny, tiny little, little girl. She had to have been a whole two foot tall. I don't know how old, maybe eight, nine. I don't know how old. And uh, she's like, hey, you. And she points to me as I'm walking by and I'm like, hey, what's up? She's like, and I get on her level and she had it. She must watch tons of YouTube or whatever. She had it fully down, and I still have to clip it because it was so adorable and funny. But she's like, "Hey, you guys!" And she's pointing to the camera as I pointed at her, and she's like, "Make sure you subscribe to this channel." <laughs> <laughs> and it was just the cutest thing ever. We we need that on our on our channel. <clears throat> some like wholesomeness, some cuteness. And some fame. I refuse to exploit my kids, though, Kidder. So we'll have to find somebody else's kids. <clears throat> <clears throat> hey, Midnight Rocker. Uh, <laughs> when the next time you're heading on out to, to, the, to the street, uh, <laughs> you, you want to get some people to like our channel? <laughs> Retweet. Damn pandering. <laughs> Lowest common denominator. Uh Hashtag desperation. <laughs> I posted on Twitter before I came on here. I was like, I'm going to be on the podcast and well, such. I did even an Instagram story, Snapchat. I don't do the TikTok thing, though, yet. You know, I don't know about the, the whole TikTok. I'm, I, I was over it like when it started. So that's kind of... Mm, no, no, no. I just haven't... I, I made a video like, a, I don't know, a year or two ago. And I mean, it's kind of fun to do that. I like to edit videos like what's were funny, but I, don't, I just haven't jumped the ship yet. I don't know. You know, it seems like to me, and not that I spend time on TikTok, but things like that that pop up, like reels on Facebook that pop up in the stream, all it ever seems to be is kind of the same stuff. It seems like people get one idea and like, it's a good idea. But then, like, everybody else does their take on that same idea. And it's almost to the same punchlines. Yeah. Like, every time. And it just, I don't know. I think TikTok is the place to go if you want to create videos. But you're not really that creative. And you just want to steal other people's ideas. That That's, yeah. Like, me and my buddy were having a discussion about the whole, you know, content creator name and aspect of things. And... And now, you know, with TikTok, anybody can be a creator, you know, but sometimes I feel it's like you're just saying you're just copying a trend. I, I do think that, that that is part of it is, you know, and I'm guessing and I don't know. I, I'm not a TikToker. 
and I don't know what the, the meta game is to play <laughs> to get the views, but I have a feeling that part of it is you got to follow the trends for a bit. Yeah. Or have something just completely original that just captivates people. But it's just like I, the guy who did uh, the skateboarding video during the pandemic uh, with the what was he skateboarding and he did the cranberry juice. You guys know what I'm talking about? Yeah, he and, uh, he and now got, like <clears throat> ocean spray sponsored yeah. him, and now he's like hanging out with Snoop Dogg. He he's gonna be on an episode of uh, Reservoir Dogs on Hulu. There are people who find you know great ideas and go with it. Um, I know there's the one who he likes to find like different hacks and tutorials that people have put up and show like why are you doing this hack? It's like an example is like somebody's like, oh, no, my shirt sleeve is stuck in the you know door of the car. Let me get a scissors and cut it off. You know, <laughs> when the guy showed, but, you know, it's like reach into the car, grab the scissors, cuts the, you know, the sleeve. And this guy kind of goes and looks at it and goes, no, I'll just open the car door. Let my... um, There is a lot of we like like we do to uh, we look at different like hack things to uh, or like I see it on Inst like I see it on Instagram reels, you know, all the time. Some of them are really good hacks that they have, or like different food recipes. And you're like, holy sh! I never thought of that. You know, there are some good ones. There are some though that are just like not not great in the whole common sense yeah. department. You know, so I figured for me it's hard to do because like my my live streams are just you know seven to nine hours straight so i would have to go in and like clip parts and just put it on i mean i guess it wouldn't be hard but mine would just be all like goofy travel stuff you know and i don't know if people would uh enjoy that there's kind of a you know well if you get low on content you can just replay this and then uh, <laughs> well everybody will end up dumping off your channel. So maybe don't play, don't play this. And here's a funny thing too, like about the TikTok, Instagram, and now YouTube does the shorts, you know, like, uh, I got offered like about a year ago, Instagram was like, because they're trying to compete, you know, with the YouTube and uh, TikTok. I haven't done any yet of the like Instagram reels, but if I get so many, thousands of hits they'll they pay me a certain amount of money so like it's kind of neat i guess that maybe i should start doing that because like they're all monetized and they're just like yep hit this many views you get paid this if you hit you know a million then it's this and like some of it's like holy the money is actually really insane but i just haven't gone that place yet hey jake Mm. We, we I have a, a a way that we can hit a million views. Okay. We need to make about nine hundred ninety nine thousand videos. <laughs> Let's go. Because <laughs> some people watch it, like one person will watch one video twice. So we're good there. But the rest of them, at least one view per video. Let's, we better get a get a start on it. I I think you just 
need like one good video that's somewhat confusing so they watch it like 10 times trying to figure out what on earth it was that we did kind of like there i i I, we talked about it on an past episode of the show there was a guy who he did he was it was a dance to the the song wellerman and he he had copied himself so there were five each one wearing a different colored sweatshirt and then he color shifted it during the video so that all of a sudden when they finally all rotated in the dance the green guy which had started at the front was all of a sudden back at the front and people are like wait how did that happen and it's like well he colored like i do enough video editing that i knew exactly what he did right off the bat but i'm sure it got enough people watching it kind of going wait how did he do that how did it happen he's so. really good at changing his shirt <laughs> hey I, I got a story for you kidder that comes from this week what you got you'll, you'll enjoy this so um part of my my travels this week was uh out to medora um the president the theodore roosevelt presidential library is being built out in medora and uh i've gotten to sit in on some of the the meetings and such with that and anyway they were doing a big celebration because they've hit all their fundraising goals for it um and it was kind of the vips who've been involved stakeholders who have been involved and the community kind of uh my executive director put it the best way it was basically a sales pitch to kind of get everybody like on board and happy that the library is coming because there are some folks in medora who are not happy that the library is coming so um i went to that uh the governor was there um there were some speakers but there was a good event some really good food uh the the chef whose name i'm blanking and i don't think i grabbed one of the menu cards so i have her name but uh the chef uh she was a um native american I'm trying to even remember the tribe that she was with, but uh, it was like fine cuisine, but based off of traditional Native American food, it was fantastic. Um, but the second part of this kidder was the next day, we had the potential of having the governor visit the Chateau de Mores. Uh, so my executive director wanted me to stay over so that I was available just in case, uh, since I used to manage that site, I still oversee that site. He wanted me to be a part of that. Uh, so because there was a big event, a lot of people in town, I ended up actually staying in Dickinson and I stayed at the Astoria hotel, uh, in Dickinson. And the reason I bring this up, Kidder, was when I checked in, uh, cause I checked in on my way out to Medora. Uh, with my room, I got a free complimentary drink ticket at the lounge. Wow. I was like, sweet. Because I'm driving a state fleet vehicle, and when you're driving the state fleet vehicles, you're not allowed to drink. So at the event, I wasn't able to have a beer. I had to drink the fruit punch because I'm driving a fleet vehicle. So it was nice to get back. You know, the idea was like, I'll get back to my hotel and I'll have a beer. It'll be great. It'll be a great way to unwind at the end of the day. So I get back to the hotel, <clears throat> drop my stuff in, in my room, because I hadn't done that yet. Drop that in, grab my drink ticket, head to the lounge. Kidder, on the, the door, it says, you know, uh, what was it? Astoria Lounge, open 4 p.m. to 9 p.m. 
It's 9.15. <laughs> Howard gets hosed again. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, there's more? There's more to this story. Billy Mays has more. Continue. So so I look in, and there's several people sitting at the bar. And I'm thinking, well, okay, maybe I'm looking at the wrong time on my phone because there's some time changes and things. I'm like, let me go in. The worst you're going to tell me is, hey, we're closing soon. You know, that's fine. So I go in, have a seat at the bar. Bartender comes. She was in the back room, but she comes out. And, uh, you know, she's like, you know, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'd like to get a beer. She's like, sure. You're going to get any food? I'm like, no, no food. Because I didn't want to didn't want to be the jerk holding them up. And I had just come from a fight and, you know, you know no, just the beer. So I'll, I'll have um, they had um, Kona Big Wave on tap, which was kind of the best thing that they had on tap. So I was like, I'm going to go with that. Now, Kidder, you might be thinking, hmm, complimentary beer. You know, it's going to be, you know, like maybe a pint glass. You know, it's not going to definitely be a tall. You know, mm. no, I figured it'd be a bottle. Personally. Yeah, no, she she goes into the back and comes out with a big. Ice frosty mug. And I mean, it was big. And I'm like, well, holy shit. OK, so she pours that up. And uh, I slide her the drink ticket, so it's hey, it's great, big beer, and um, I'm I'm drinking it. Unfortunately, they had like the it was the weirdest assortment of stuff up on the TV getter. Like it was WDA News, Archer, oh, from a future that. season that I haven't seen, and couldn't quite follow with the subtitles and all of that. But it, Archer will be important because that's how I'm going to be basing time as time becomes an important element of the story. Turner Classic Movies was on, and that was the uh, audio that they were playing into the bar, ah. which was was weird. It ended up being a really weird movie. I kind of tuned into that quite a bit. It was like a lot of singing and dancing at the beginning, and then it turned into like a fist fight, which turned into a standoff with somebody getting shot, and then the whole bar collapses in the movie and then they end up like in limbo with angels and demons vying for so for like a 1920s 30s movie i was like what the hell am i watching but and that's right text me once <clears throat> so so I, i'm sitting here drinking this beer and because i know i am past their closing at least what they said on their sign i am trying to get through this kidder which you know <laughs> So, uh, how many hours? What? Well, just, just wait. You'll be, you'll be mm. proud of me on this one, Kidder, mm. because Archer had already started. Because as I said, nine fifteen, and I am drinking this thing pretty consistently, trying to get it down. But as I'm drinking it, a part of me is like, man, you know, I, I'm clearly here at the end of the shift. I don't have any money to tip with. <laughs> oh no. And I should, I should leave a tip because I'm going to be forcing these people to be staying a little late because, as we all know, I am the slowest beer drinker in the West. So I'm like, ah, okay, maybe if I finish this thing quickly, if I finish this thing quickly, I could order another small one and get done and use that, run my card, give a tip. That was my plan. So I power through this. 
I finish it as Archer ends and Bob's Burgers begins. So, wow. Mm-hmm. So we're talking like 940. And I'm I finished this this giant mug of Kona Big Wave, which was good. It's a very good beer. I enjoy it. And uh bartender comes back. She goes, Would you like another? I said, Yes, I'll have a, a smaller one. She missed the smaller one, kidder, proceeds to fill ah, yes. a second giant anchor <laughs> to beer. Yes. I'm like, oh shit. And as she hands it to me, she goes, and would you like your check right away? Thus hinting, like, I am so past time on this. I said, yes, I, I pay. I tip very nicely. I slide that back. Everybody else who's in the bar with me gets up and leaves. So now <laughs> I am the only sad sap in the bar with a tankard of beer, two bartenders who clearly want to go home. And you have nowhere else to go. <laughs> I have nowhere else to go. But the guilt and shame of like, I am going to be making these people so late and so angry. What you should have done. And here, here's a pro question slash pro move for you, Howard. Because this was attached to the hotel. Correct? Correct. In the hotel. Okay. Yes. What you should have done. You finish your first free one. Perfect. And then when she asked for your second or another, you go, yes, I would like to order three. Of course, you know, whatever you want, but one of them should have been an old fashioned. I, I got to give some shit to you for that because you didn't get an old fashioned with your free drinks and then you could critique them as to my standards on uh, if it's good, bad or ugly, just like the media choice that you had to put up with then you get your drinks get them to go up to your room and then say that you'll bring the glasses back in the morning and leave them by the front door <laughs> yeah i maybe should have done that i, I didn't do the old-fashioned although hey kidder I, I do have to say i um i clipped this because i thought i'd use it but i'll, I'll just tell you now i caught some clips of um bar rescue Mm -hmm. And uh, John Tafford had one of his uh, mixologist experts mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. who's been on the show. I think her name is Lisa Marie. I think that's mm -hmm. the name. She puts cherry in her old fashioned. Yeah, I know. That's, that's wrong. <clears throat> You're wrong. Okay. Anyway, so back to my conundrum of tall beer, angry bartenders needing to go. So Kidder, I start, I'm like, well, I got to finish this thing because I can't leave it because I, when I told my wife this story, she's like, I would have just, you know, not finished it. I'm like, no, no, can't do you that. Can't sacrifice beer. Come on. No, must finish this thing. So, Kidder, I'm like, I will get through this. <clears throat> I will make this beer disappear. So over the next 10 minutes, I proceed to just drink this beer constantly, just working it down. I get down. It's 9.50. Bob's Burgers is almost over. The one bartender is going to go and lock the door. I have like 
a quarter of the beer left. I and already I'm feeling like I have a loaf of bread in my stomach. I'm like, <laughs> this is not good. I don't usually drink beer this fast, but I need to. So I took one last mighty gulp, drank the whole thing, set it down, got up, <clears throat> started walking, which was m- probably my second mistake <clears throat> right away. Because now that big loaf of bread is angry. <laughs> and I start walking toward the door and the thought going through my head and just the feeling inside is like, one of two things is going to happen. I'm either going to belch or I'm going to vomit. One of these is happening. <laughs> Kidder, my room is on the opposite end of the hotel from Perfect. the lounge. <laughs> Perfect. And with every step, that feeling gets worse. I That's am. We power- call that the unnamed feeling. As a Metallica reference, just we'll put that right there. Yeah. So I am power walking as quickly as I can in near panic that I am going to lose (laughs) all of this beer I drank over the exquisitely awful carpet that is in the Astoria. (laughs) I get to my room. Luckily, it, it wasn't one of those where like you have to slide the key and hope you get your timing right. It was just a wave the key, <laughs> saving valuable seconds. <laughs> <laughs> it was slightly panicked, kidder. I I get you that. I I hit the door. I open it up. I go racing into the bathroom. You know, flipping the toilet seat up. Like, okay, let's see what it's gonna be. I got lucky. It was just a belch, wow. but it was like, oh, oh, this was miserable. So. It was a very miserable night. <laughs> I survived. Um, it's good but, that it also just came out that end, right? Yeah. So, thus, again, proving why I tend to drink beer as slow as I do, because bad things happen to me when I drink a whole mug of beer in, like, ten minutes. Hmm. It wasn't good. It was not enjoyable. Sounds like we just need to do more prepping with you. Practice. Get you going. Built built up. No, it's okay. I'll stick to my speed. Oh. How but. about how about you and I, you know, help Tate, you need to come with us too. <clears throat> Let's go down to Las Vegas. Go to Bally's and the new the cabinet of curiosities. The lock. Let's go there where they make the custom cocktails. Let's have some of those. I think we need to go. I'm down. I haven't been there since before pandemic. So it's been and that place uh, had just opened a week before I dis- or we discovered it when when we went to Vegas. And so we were really the some of the first people to get to figure out how to get in there because it's a speakeasy they have a bar out front that has a different menu as well so if you don't want to have a reservation and go through the whole process there's that uh anyway go back a few episodes because full details on that and uh my experience there and the the gorgeous atmosphere and even better drinks and the fact 
I specifically asked, after ordering an old-fashioned, how they make the old-fashioned. And there's no freaking cherry! Because cherry doesn't belong in the freaking old-fashioned! That's what it is! Howard Blues! Uh, yeah, while Howard was talking about that, I was thinking... So, mine is... Uh, right when the pandemic... Uh, right when they announced that they're going to be uh, shutting down everything, you know, like... So I went to the Mall of America and there was tons of people because everybody's going out to have their last meal, you know, last minute shopping before, you know, we stay inside for, you know, we didn't know that long, how long. So I went in and uh, ate at the place uh, called Masu. Uh, it's like a ramen, ramen place. Some of the best ramen out there and sushi. <clears throat> And so I got this big bowl of ramen. I mean, it's authentic and just the biggest bowl. And I had uh, ordered some sake that I like to just, you know, sip on. And uh, a Japanese beer. I don't remember the name of it. So I eat my ramen, have a flight of uh, sake, you know. And I have about two beers. Feeling good, you know, feeling toasty, nice and warm from the soup and from the drinks, you know. <laughs> so I like I, you know, get done, finish, pay the tab, and go walk around a little bit. And I'm like, mm, you know. So I went over and uh there's another place and it's called the sugar uh sugar factory, I think, or something. I can't remember the name. And uh they have these big drinks. Uh, like a fishbowl. You know how you can have like those fishbowl drinks and they're like 32 ounces or whatever, you know? And they have, there's supposed to be multiple people that drink these. And I don't know why I just got a wild hair. I said, I'm going to try one, you know? So I got like, went up and ordered some kind of whiskey, rum. God, who knows what was in it. I, I just said, this one looks cute. Give me this one, you know? And the bartender's like, you gonna drink this alone? Like, yeah, 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 just me. Okay. So comes back and gives me this big bowl. I'm like, oh my God, there's no way. So I sit there and, you know, I'm watching them uh, make drinks and they have, they serve blue, like blue burgers of all the weird things. Like the buns are blue. If you ever had a... <laughs> Weird. Very, it's a very strange, I don't know, thing. But they have like a lot of candy drinks and such. They'll put like, you know, gummy bears in this or Skittles and whatnot. But anyways, so I sit there and I'm watching like uh, Travel Channel, Channel or whatever they had on, and I'm sipping away, sipping away, and I got like maybe halfway through this like 32 ounce, you know, fishbowl, and I'm like, oh. Just like Howard, you're like, oh my god, I don't know if that's a burp fart or, or what it is. And I'm like, I can't, you know. I told the bartender, I'm like, I'm good, I'm cashing out, you know. <clears throat> He's like, holy smokes, you know, I'm really proud of you for one person to drink that much. He's like, usually some of the, um, the girls that come in here, or you know, some of the women, they'll have four or five, and they can't even drink that that much which you had. I, I don't know if I feel proud about that or not. Anyways, and I was like, oh, I could feel it just coming up, you know. 
like, like oh, that whiskey type of burp. And I'm like, oh my God, I got to get out of here. And he like uh, disappeared for like 10 minutes after I'm like have my credit card sitting there. And I'm like, oh my God, I don't know if I'm going to make it. He comes back and I sign it real quick and I'm running, you know, well, not running, but I'm sprinting towards the bathroom. And uh, that sake, that whiskey, those Japanese beers, that 32 ounce. <laughs> And oh yeah, it it came up all right. <laughs> the fountains of fame. It was very soup. It came up very soupy. And how long was it until you had ramen again? Uh quite a while. <laughs> quite a while. Never. It's kind of forced on you too, but I mean, aside from that. <laughs> It was probably a while since you really wanted it, right? That's the first time I've actually been pretty buzzed up in a, a, a shopping mall of all places. You know, usually you go be at a bar, but yeah, you know, here with thousands of people and I'm spinning and <laughs> trying to figure out where the bathroom's at in this giant, you know, complex. The interesting thing is... <clears throat> I was waiting for brother Nico in the Minneapolis St. Paul airport because my flight arrived at 7 10 a.m. and his arrived at I want to say 9 45 and then our con connecting flight to Las Vegas left at uh, I don't know like 10 40 or something so what did I do I could eat. Went and sat down at uh, <clears throat> one of the airport bars and restaurants. Had some tasty, tasty, tasty uh, breakfast. And then, oh, wait, you have how big of beers? Oh, they're, they're this big. Sure. It's 720 in the morning. Why not? <laughs> those, let me tell you, those airport beers hit differently. So I finished one and then my meal showed up, which was some tasty uh, uh, eggs and hash brown potatoes and that sort of thing. And uh, <laughs> he's like, you want another one? Yeah, I sure do. I don't have anywhere else to be. So I had the second one, which again, you know, nice, big, tall beer. Finished my meal and I finished that and I'm like, <sighs> comes back. He's like, you want another one? Yeah, absolutely I do. <laughs> By the time I finish that one, because I don't know, each of those are like 40 ounce beers. How much something. was it? Probably the, the amount of a 12 pack or the. Uh, well, <laughs> you know, um, my uh, meal there with tip was, I think, 70 bucks. <laughs> You know, there, there's that. But uh, by the time Brother Nico came finding me because he texted me that he landed and he was waiting to get off the plane, I said, I'm over here by the at the restaurant by the gate. And so he kind of found me and I'm like, hey, 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 hey. he's like, ah, airport beers. So I'm like, yes, <laughs> airport beers. <laughs> it's good, especially in Denver. Like I've noticed in Denver, too, because like the alt what is it? The altitude or whatever. Mm -hmm. Mile hit, high, baby. It, like the beer and the liquor there, like just hits harder. I don't know. It's the lack of oxygen to your brain to make it feel better. <laughs> we'll go with that. 
have you uh, been on any other podcasts recently? Any other shows? Uh, n- no, uh, not podcasts. Um, I did get, um, this is a while ago, and I don't know if it's going to go through, but uh, magazine, there was a magazine that uh, contacted at one time about doing press for that and uh haven't we haven't been in touch or got to that point yet of things i don't want to go in to you know but um otherwise no podcast otherwise the last one was with you guys um haven't done um anything like that recently Hmm. but well, that's okay. I mean, you are a busy guy streaming all over the place, mm. going for walks. I mean, I see the tasty food that you're eating too, making me jealous mm. all the way up here. And I'm like, man, it's only six and a half hours to get there. <laughs> it's amazing how, uh, you know, like the streaming <clears throat> takes up so much time. And uh, you're like, you know, all this time goes by and you don't have much, you know, time to do other stuff. So I, try to enjoy like when i get my time off to try and do things because when it's you know when you're live you're live you know you got to try and keep that uh entertainment going be your own best hype man right i try (laughs) you're pretty hyped up so it's good i get yeah i can be most of the time i have pretty good endurance (laughs) sometimes (laughs) unless i had too many cocktails the night before then uh the endurance level won't be as hypey, but I'll still be a there <laughs> here and over there. I like it. I mean, you're, <clears throat> you're kicking ass and, and you're making us proud here at the trip. B you're making us proud. You know what I'm saying? So thank you. Thank you for kicking ass. I, uh, the reason that I, I asked uh, is because I had the opportunity on Wednesday to join a Metallica podcast. Really? And Howard, I don't know if uh, if I even had a chance to tell you about it yet. Hey, Kidder, for once, you have breaking news that I don't already know. <laughs> should we use the... Should we, should we do the thing? So, yes... I was on a Metallica podcast, and uh, in fact, it's basically a podcast for all. You know what I mean? It's 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 like the Metallica podcast, and by a podcast for all, I mean end podcast for all. You know, like end justice for all, right? So, Mm -hmm. it's... First of all, my buddy Shane Orbershaw, he uh, he kicks ass. He's a Metallica dude. He invited me on the show. He's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, what do you mean? What am I doing? I'm like, nothing. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> so, yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, wh- when can we do it? And I'm like, you tell me and I will make time. So. Shane invited me on the show on Wednesday, and uh, Jeff Winslow, the co-host, uh, had a good time. They are also in the band One, the Only 
tribute to Metallica. They are uh, also originally based out of the Minneapolis area, and they are certified by Metallica to be the legitimate like tribute to Metallica. So they kick ass, and it was the kickoff to their tenth season of their podcast. So I was pretty honored to be on the show. Uh, if you want to find out more about them, of course, the show notes, but it is called End Podcast for All, and it's available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Overcast. Just to name a few, they have, uh, if I had to happen to look, uh, a, well, just a shit ton of episodes because it doesn't give me the actual number. But, you know, 10 seasons that That's they've been doing this. And it uh, <clears throat> it's pretty awesome. They're awesome. Uh, it was a lot of fun. We talked about uh, a bunch of uh, various stuff between Metallica concerts, Metallica trivia, good songs, other songs that you, you might not like, which you, if you uh, watch or listen, will be very surprised by what I have to say about a few things, probably. But... They even uh, surprised the Metallica trivia on me. Mm. And I only got one wrong. So I'm I'm pretty happy about that. <laughs> Cause they're like, yeah, surprise, we're gonna we're gonna quiz you now. I'm like, ah, son of a bitch. <laughs> Here's my shining moment to fail. But alas, I carried the Metallica torch. <clears throat> you can uh, find them, of course, on Facebook. And like I said, uh, Buzzsprout is their other main page. If you just don't go to the pages and uh, search, but end podcast for all. You know, Kinder, it's probably a good thing. I've been testing you with all this trivia and honed your chops for surprise rounds of trivia. It's it's very true. Now, if only you had asked the questions that they had asked then, you know, I maybe would have been a little bit more prepared. <laughs> but there's no way that you could have known. Mine, the time that I we did the Metallica trivia, that was because it, it was questions that had come off of an actual game show. So it wasn't even questions that I had written. It was a, you know, a game show's questions. So they were pretty out there. <laughs> yeah, that was that was an interesting set of questions uh i of course uh, being the cheap plug person that i am added some cheap plugs of our show on their show because why not <laughs> so well uh, if you're uh, watching us from the end podcast for all thank you for joining us if you made it this far in the episode uh if not i'm sorry it's just like the all, all of the people that uh that the Midnight Rocker brought over in the rating of the Twitch stream. <clears throat> I think they made it a good 10, 20 minutes, and then they're like, what the hell is this? This is stupid, and then they left. So, you were two of that. them. Two, two of them subscribed to uh, my channel, so, so thanks to those two. I gave them a shout-out on the stream. Appreciate it. Uh, since we're talking about streaming, too, you, Midnight Rocker, have aired on your stream some of our stuff yeah yeah like the the downtimes uh when i'm not uh when i'm not doing irl i'll uh do 
what they call desktop streams, you know, and we were like, most time we'll watch different YouTube videos of, you know, whatever, like the daily dose is a big one that we watch, uh, travel, different travel videos, whatever we can find, you know, to kill time. But yeah, we've mentioned and watched, uh, some vids on there of you guys. How's the uh, fan reaction? I mean, if you could give us that live feedback of what uh, your viewers and listeners were thinking along the way. Oh, they think it's great. They laugh. They're like, they, uh, at the vibe, you guys, how you guys go back and forth at each other. They like, <laughs> they like that, you know? It's funny because I think that's like the best thing is like when, when Howard and I get into it with each other. Mm -hmm. Oh shit! This one's gonna be good. They're yelling at each other. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, we do get punchy sometimes, and that's uh, it can be good. It can be good. Well, hey, if you feel like streaming a couple of like the last couple episodes, uh, you know, like uh, I don't know, <laughs> what seventy through seventy nine. <laughs> It should be a pretty good area for uh, for content when it comes to that. Wouldn't you agree, Howard? Uh, I mean, there are bits and pieces. Uh, the Beware of Corn Puns episode has gotten pretty good reviews. So, especially because that one, all, most of the corn puns are in the first 10 minutes. So, that's... <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah, so you only have to waste 10 minutes of your life instead of two hours. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Midnight Rocker, have you seen that one yet? I, I haven't, no. <laughs> Unfortunately. We'll get there. We'll do I it. know what you're going to be doing later. Yep. <laughs> Not watching that, and I don't blame you. The longer uh, the better. Then it gives me more time to sit there and uh, get my time in for the month. Mm. You, know? you know, one of these times when you do decide to do it, you should maybe, if you let us know in advance... I know I follow you on Twitch. I'm sure Kidder does. We could probably show up in the chat. Absolutely, and, yeah, and yeah. Be there as part of that because that could be interesting as well. Oh, so. absolutely, yeah. I can let you guys know when I uh, pick a date out and do a stream of your guys' thing, and you can watch what they say, and you know, <laughs> hopefully, it doesn't hurt your feelings. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm going to go Sweet. take a leak. This guy sucks. <laughs> no, they're usually pretty nice. I was going to say, what feelings? <laughs> Two of us have been together so long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just thought you were talking about all the alcohol you've had recently. But, you know, I mean, <clears throat> there's that well, too. There was definitely feelings with that, Kidder. Uh, dread. <laughs> panic. Talking about the alcohol or this show? <laughs> Little both, because <laughs> we're gonna definitely gonna do uh, we'll definitely do a stream of of this when uh, when he the when big premiere, out. huh? We'll sit forward. down. I'm looking forward to it. I mean, I was looking forward to this since uh, I asked you yesterday. I was, I was, I was like, I was surprised. I didn't have you know nothing going down because we're kind of winding down because it's getting colder outside, so I can't really you know do much now out there so we'll be doing more stuff in here so it kind of was perfect timing in the transition period there so it worked out real good i think it's dark super early too so i'm guessing that you don't carry a giant lighting kit with you right 
No, no. Some people do. There's guys that do, but um, it's it'd be too hard. I think. I don't know. I try to. It's a the backpack is already he heavy the way it is, you know. And plus, you're uh -huh. holding a selfie stick with a camera, you know. Try to be light as hell. <clears throat> so you you've really been working on your upper body strength a lot. Oh. So you just it's out the, there, right? I've been walking, uh, man. Like uh, so on, on Google <laughs> Maps, you know, I it, it tracks you, you know, and I have mine set on. I've had mine set on since like 2015. And it shows you, you know, where like you can go back each day. And, Sorry, uh, I got I got Howard with with the Hulkamaniacs running wild on him over there. No, uh, that actually wasn't what broke me, Kidder. It was a thought that went through my head when he was talking about all this. I could hear JS Gunslinger's voice in my head going, "Have you thought about putting the camera in your pocket?" You know, <laughs> yeah. that's a good one too. Yeah, thinking of when he. Uh, he live streamed his skid steer shenanigans during the snowstorm. So I could just, I could hear that voice in it in like trying oh, to solve the problem. Like just put it in the pocket, right? Yeah. He yep. put his phone in his pocket filming outwards. So it was that. So I could just, I could hear that voice. Have you thought about putting a camera in your pocket? You know, that cracked quality, me up. quality wasn't too bad until he started doing shitties in his parking lot. And then, <clears throat> then it, the, then the quality went to shit because it was so blurry. It was just, just spinning. Anyway, <clears throat> you were you were saying before. Oh, I rudely uh, interrupted. No, just been putting on like a lot of, lot of walking miles. Uh, got like when I did that festival, it was like eight. Eight miles, eight point four miles. I'd walk that day or something. Holy crap, man! Good work. So it's been, uh, yeah, putting on a lot of miles, but it's nice. Get the exercise. Proud. In the sometimes, fresh air. Yeah, some people though sometimes think I'm pretty wacky because I'm sitting there talking and uh, just walking. Yeah. God, he's strange. <laughs> <laughs> I do have to say it was kind of funny. Uh, and I got that vibe when I was in uh, Fargo at the Fargo brewing company for that concert I attended uh, because I did a, a, a what's on tap on location. I've seen the, that and, and a preview. And <clears throat> of course, you know, uh, high technology of cell phones, right? So I'm sitting here doing doing the the typical selfie broadcast uh, record, and as I'm looking past the the phone, I can see people like, "Oh my god, but is that guy doing over there?" And he's like recording himself, and he's talking loud. Like, what is this? <laughs> and so I'm trying to keep keep the train on the track here as I'm seeing this and processing it and trying to then spit out something coherent here. <clears throat> and then what Howard, <laughs> I'm just also thinking of the, uh, from the uh, newest uh, kidders log. When you were poolside at Bally's, there were a couple of guys who gave you the stink eye as they walked past yes. in your star Trek cosplay doing yes. the same thing. That's, that's that's originally where I thought you were going to go when you started talking about this. So, 
Well, of course, that happened three weeks later. And so, I mean, I, I travel, you know, hundreds of miles into a different universe and the same shit still happens. Damn guy can't even create a video vlog or anything on his own anymore. So, Howard, I'm going to need you to come along next year. I need my trusty photographer, videographer, production team. Uh, man, I got kids. I, I can't be gone that long. <laughs> okay, okay, Heath Slater. <laughs> you fly down, maybe one day. We'll get it all out of the way. Then we can have a legitimate view through the uh, vendor's room. Because th this year, I did one of these where I just kind of held it like I'm holding my phone <laughs> so nobody would would look and like, are you taking video around the vendor's room or something like that? Again, JS Gunslinger would tell you, well, just put it in your pocket, you know. Their pockets. That's the, they got rid of pockets in the future. You don't need pockets in the future. You know, that seems like a design flaw in the future. We can give Star Trek a lot of credit for predicting a lot of things, hmm. but pockets being obsolete, I think they got that wrong. If we had a holster... I could holster my phone and then get a side view, right? Or there is a guy who created his own EV suit from first contact, the helmet and everything, the entire suit. It lights up exactly how it lights up in first contact. He wears that around very detailed. We could put a camera on the helmet and then we wouldn't have to worry about it because it's got lights, too. And then it's like Master Chief. You just look around and record whatever. It's a great idea. Uh, that seems like a lot of work, Kidder, that could be solved by just taking a roll of duct tape and wrapping it once around you, duct taping your phone in the upright position. <sighs> Man, I can't ruin my quality threads. <laughs> That's why I need you. I'll duct tape it to you. He'll buy you some drink tickets. <laughs> yeah i'll buy you a drink i can't guarantee what's in it but i'll buy you a drink mm. and hey, there's even some of your friends there they're twisted and demented star wars people <laughs> yeah they're probably like hey do you want to slum it a little bit and go down to the trek convention yeah like i could see that Did i start talking about the new episodes of beavis and butthead because it kind of seems like that's where we've dealt delved to <laughs> are they good i have not seen them i i've i laugh i laugh uh, at them yeah. i'm like such a i'm a huge fan of that uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's kind of how i feel with howard sometimes <laughs> <laughs> like I, I was so excited. Hey, butthead! Hey, butthead! Ah! When ah. they did when they did the reboot, like in 2011, like yep. oh my god, that was amazing! And it only lasted a few episodes, and then all of a sudden, oh my god, here it comes out again. Did you see the movie, by the way? Yes, Beavis and Butthead do the universe. Pretty, pretty great. Beavis and Butthead do America still. To my heart, is still a favorite. Is that watch uh, because the Red Hot Chili Peppers cover of <gasps> Ro Love Roller Coaster making Kazoo's cool again? Fantastic. I love that version. Did you know? I was just wa uh, reading to you um, in Revolver magazine. 
uh, Rob Zombie, what is it like that part in Beavis and Butthead where they're like tripping on the is a peyote or whatever? He actually drew some of that stuff, <laughs> like the LSD, like colorful stuff. That was yeah. actually some of his artwork I heard supposedly. Howard, you were there uh, with uh, the show with Rob Zombie, weren't you? Yes, I was. I was at the Rob Zombie show. Because that was Rob Zombie, Corn, and nothing more, I believe. I don't remember. A third band. That that was not one of the things I remembered from that concert. (laughs) You know, there were other things because that was the concert where I had the backpack full of Rock 101 t shirts. So I was basically your guys' Sherpa. So, like, I got to go up on stage when you guys went up there, but it was mostly so I could stand there with the backpack open and you guys could run over, grab shirts, and throw them to the crowd. So, there's that. Um, Scar the Martyr was the third band. That was uh, uh, Joey uh, Jorgensen from Slipknot. He was the drummer Mm -hmm. for Mm -hmm. that band. Yeah. Great album, by the way. When that came out, yeah, the Night of the Living Dreads tour. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it was good. We got to meet Corn that day, and uh, got to intro him on the stage in front of a sold-out crowd. So it was fun. I was going somewhere with all that, but no idea. Rob Zombie, he was sick, and so the his set was not that good. I did appreciate that he uh, used the old 1930s King Kong as background while they were setting up his his act that was good mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. appreciated that see there's things at a rock show for howard as well yeah i think i was also doing a lot of like watching the audience and pointing things out like the kid who was there with his mom that was a good one i think there was a guy in like a clone trooper mask too <laughs> i think that was that concert howard's been to uh a few of those experiences with me. Now yeah. I would need to bring Midnight Rocker and then he can bring the trifecta. Been a while since I've been to a show. I could definitely use it. What do you think, Howard? I listen, I, I've been on a pretty good streak of not having to deal with weird people coming up to me. <laughs> I, I I don't need that, man. I, I just don't. <laughs> Cause it would happen. You know it would happen. It they always happens. For, they asking you for drink tickets all the time or uh, it's like Ask my if he's silent Bob. Yeah, it's like my superpower. If there's somebody weird and strange, they'll find me. And a lot of times I can't hear at those shows. I just I have a little bit of a audio processing disorder. So when it gets loud, it just becomes white noise to me. So a lot of times people will try and talk to me. And it's like I have no idea what you're saying. It's uh, which usually gets me into awkward situations, which is usually where Kidder will walk away and abandon me and um, <laughs> enjoy the show of me trying to get out of whatever situation I've been left in. Howard looks like he found somebody nice to talk to. There's something happening over there. I should go see what that is. <laughs> He'll come back later, Howard. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like there was the uh, one concert where, again, I was running the camera and, and taking photos because Kidder was introducing the band. And I come in and I'm taking the lens cap off and I was just kind of checking the lighting on that. And some guy thought I took a photo that he was in. He saw the name badge. He comes over and he's like, hey, you going to post it on the on the Rock 101 Facebook page? Man, I'm going to be looking for that. And 
that's about all I caught on it. And I think he was trying to get me to like friend him on Facebook, but I couldn't convince him. I wasn't with the station. Like, but I, cause he's not with the station. I was there with the station, but I wasn't employed. And yes, I have a credential, but he like he wanted to employed. know, like what what time slot are you on? I, I I'm not. <laughs> so you yeah. should have said three to seven and help build the extra mystique for my show. <laughs> you know what, Kidder? But you were so well liked. If I would have said, you know, from three to seven, they'd be like. Bullshit, that's Kidder's slot. <laughs> <You know? laughs> like, it would have gone a very different way. And then I, I see a, a giant pile of people over here where you were once standing, and I come back and they're beating the shit out of you. <laughs> no, no, he's with me. It's fine. Well, or they'll just ask you to go on a quest with them and then have you do all the work. Technically, uh, I mean, I was a part of the Killer Kidder's show. Uh huh. Uh, Back in one of your intros, um, we had me being the big kind of announcer voice that did the whole, ladies and gentlemen, now making his way to the ring, killer Mark Kidder. Sat through enough of you recording your show. That, that's well, for sure. Yeah. See, you were, <clears throat> you were involved with the show. So it wasn't. I sat there and listened to you record a show. That's not being involved. <laughs> you had your opportunity to pipe up. Yeah, and you never did. Yeah. Hey, what about this thing? Yeah, that 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 wouldn't have happened. Okay. Fine. Well, bef- oh, he's he's getting up. What's he doing? Where is he going? Tate, I thought that you would have left us by now because of no. you know how how just <clears throat> ungodly exciting we are. Oh, it's fantastic time. <laughs> I'm used to sitting here. Well, jamming. I. I am super glad that that you have joined us again because it is something of legend of you <laughs> joining us. It's always a pleasure. Appreciate I like it. to, uh, like I said earlier, I like to be on like the other side of the creations of people, you know, instead of me doing the whatever the work, you know, it's nice to be on somebody's side rock and just sit back and holler a little bit and watch everybody. It's kind of weird, isn't it? Feels nice. I I enjoy. I mean, I enjoy it. I do. Make Howard do all the work. Absolutely. Pretty good. Did you go hunting? Me? Yeah. Yeah. For those. Yeah, they are nice. Normally, uh, if you hold the KJ one up uh, when you talk again, but uh, normally, what it would say because I made all of them, (laughs) I'd have the name on the top, and then underneath on the second line, it would be your time slot of when you're on. And so Howard Blues or Jaco, Jake Blues, because we're Elwood and Jake. Yeah, mine on, on here says on a mission. So that's what that one says for the audio listeners. But yeah, no, I still have them, Kidder. They're down here in the cave. So there's there's the old the old credentials. But yeah, I do remember I had a guy who he just wanted to know what are you on? It's like I'm not. I had to try to like even point out like Jake Blues. It's a movie reference. I. <laughs> nah, you're not gonna get this one, are you, Kidder? I see. Uh, I I see a large chunk of uh, text on here saying that uh, you want to talk a little bit of wrestling. 
You know, I think that we should because it was a monumental week in the wide world of wacky sports, as in wrestling. Uh, first of all, the clues have started coming together and have been more and more rampant. That uh, different pieces here and there of Bray Wyatt returning to WWE. There's even footage of him getting in ring shape that uh, showed up earlier today. So we'll see uh, little clues in- include uh, certain songs that uh, WWE has been playing during the entrance period for people to come into the live events. Uh, also a QR code you can scan and it takes you to a, a website with a white rabbit. <clears throat> and just today, uh, another reference of a white rabbit and then a GPS coordinates, which happens to be Roger's place, which is where Monday Night Raw originates from on Monday. Earlier in the week, there was also clues regarding 9.23, which then morphed into 9 colon 23 so two different ways to look at it first of all uh 9 23 for the date today is the uh, 23rd of september and then the second part of it being 9 23 that would be p.m because in the eastern time zone that's when smackdown is still on so for us 8 23 central time there is another reference Uh, on uh, SmackDown regarding that. Also, the Extreme Rules poster and the match cards, if you look at it real close, and the what would be mid to upper left portion where there's kind of an X um, line, I guess you could say. There's a very faint lantern in there which we know that Bray Wyatt carried a lantern. So, is he back? Is he coming back? We'll just have to find out. We'll see what's happening. Also, uh, I think we may have mentioned it before because I believe it's already been over a week, but Howard's favorite named women's uh, stable has won the Tag Team Championships, the WWE Women's Tag Team Championships. That's Damage Control. Dakota Kai and Io Sky are your Women's Tag Team Champions. And, of course, managed by Bailey, with a little assist from Bailey, earning that the DraftKings screwy finish of that night. Uh, Anything else you want to talk about with WWE? Well, we're on that topic. Anybody, anybody, rocker, rocker. I pretty really much haven't seen much of anything. So you yeah. cover it all. I'm like, you got it. There's a little bit of that. I mean, I, I probably could have done a lot more in-depth stuff with WWE, but I fast forward through majority of the product now. So there's that. Let's go over to the AEW side of it. The all elite wrestling. <clears throat> First of all. AEW Grand Slam, originating from New York, 
this past Wednesday. Huge episode. was really good. Ratings went down a little bit, though. First match on the card was Claudio Castagnoli versus Chris Jericho for the Ring of Honor World Championship. And another DraftKings screwy finish of the night. There's that. Boom. One, two, three. And new Ring of Honor world champion, Chris Jericho, the Ocho, because that is his eighth world title across promotions that he has won. So congratulations to Chris Lionheart Wizard, um, Le Champion, um, et cetera, et cetera, Jericho. The second match of the night for the AEW Tag Team Championship of the World featuring the AEW Tag Team Champions Swerve in Our Glory, that is Swerve Strickland and Keith Lee, versus The Acclaimed! Ah! So, good match. The Acclaimed, they showed up. They arrived, as they say. And man, the pop that they received almost blew the roof off the place. I was even astounded at how big of a pop. But this one featured a little bit of a shenanigans as well. An assist from Big Daddy Ass, i.e. Ass Man, i.e. Billy Gunn. And new AEW Tag Team Champions of the World! The acclaimed. And uh, they also on the AEW merch store have a shirt. Scissor me daddy ass. So you too can get a scissor me shirt. And the we'll go with this one first. The uh, main event for the evening for the new AEW heavyweight champion to crown a champion because CM Punk in the uh, uh, it still feels somewhat like a work after the shenanigans with all out and being suspended and now having to d- get surgery, etc. Or having head surgery, you know what I mean? AEW has crowned a new champion after a tag team eliminator tournament. The championship match in the main event of AEW Grand Slam. And Howard changed it to the Slammin' Salmon. <clears throat> Was Brian Danielson versus John Moxley. And your new AEW World Heavyweight Champion. The first ever three-time champion on AEW. That is John Moxley. So he uh, has it. I thought they would give it to Brian Danielson because the last time CM Punk had the title and then uh, left the company or et cetera, uh, Brian Danielson won it. WrestleMania 30, I was there. I, I did hear some commentary on this, uh, Kidder. And that the thought is, is that Moxley versus MJF sounds like a better match than Danielson and MJF. So since that's what they're building towards, mm-hmm. it makes sense that that's the direction that they, they go in. Yeah. MJF holds the chip of power 
to get that championship match. Uh, there will also be another, uh, uh, I guess, tournament. You could say the ladder. Uh, the hell do they call that? The the Casino Royale ladder match. So what? What not? Uh, anyway, uh, that uh, winner will also receive a title shot at. Um, I want to say a future episode of dynamite. Yeah. So that is coming up. One of the other aspects of a kidder that is interesting is uh, John Moxley is supposed to have a match against Nick gauge in uh, GCW. The problem is, is that the stipulation on that match is that if Nick gauge loses, he retires from wrestling. So that match was booked before Moxley was AEW champion. It's not really common for when champions from other brands visit that you, you know, pin them. Um, So everybody's kind of wondering what's going to happen at that GCW show. You know, is Moxley going to let um, Nick Gage win and therefore make the AEW world champion look bad? Or are they actually going to retire Nick Gage? It's an interesting thing. We'll see. Uh, And those also tend to be like hardcore death matches that don't have a DQ, don't have a count out. So it's not like you can do a real screwy finish to get out of it. So that was some of the other talk that came with this. So... Take that as you will. <sighs> Interesting. The last little bit of oh, nuggets <clears throat> from AEW Grand Slam on the past Wednesday night here on 9-21 of 2022. A surprise arrival after the Fatal 4-Way Women's Championship match for the AEW Women's World Championship title and that would be formerly known as or also in the comment section the slave name of page arriving on AEW. yes soraya is in AEW. soraya is all elite and uh, i got to see page win her first title in her uh, roster debut at the Monday Night Raw after WrestleMania in Nolens when she won the Divas title from AJ Lee, i.e. CM Punk's wife, now wife. Apparently, she is not cleared to wrestle yet. Um, interesting circumstance there. <laughs> How do you take that one? They sign her. She shows up. Big pop. There she is. Uh, in fact, she uh, uh, her theme song is Zombified by Motionless and White. So big money spent on the entrance theme. How do you feel about bringing in a, a wrestler who isn't cleared to wrestle? It'll be interesting to see what they do with her. Um, You know, if they're willing to do a match with her, 
I just don't know. It it seems more like a just trying to fulfill people who have been wanting her to be back. And I don't know. It I like Paige. I thought she was good and all, but I'm a little worried about this whole situation. So yeah. Definitely gonna be interesting. I think it's gonna bring a lot of hype. Are you a, a page slash Soraya fan? Yeah, yeah. 50-50 on there. <laughs> 50-50. I mean, it's 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 entertaining as hell when all that drama goes on. It just like for me, it sucks me in. For a second, I thought you were just going for the plausible deniability. Absolutely 50-50, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Could go either way. It's totally fine. Yeah. <sighs> yes. So we'll see what happens. Uh, we have a couple pay-per-views and premium live events on the way. Time for what's on tap. Howard, uh, you got you got something else to, to drink over there? Uh, you know, I'm just drinking some tea because it's late and we have company coming over tomorrow. And so I have to be functional, hmm. you know, yay tea. Okay. Well, Midnight Rocker, I think you had something tasty, right? I'm uh, still just working on the monster tonight. Damn it, Kitter, you're going to have to drink alone. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Cue up the George Thurgood in the uh, in the tears, the stream of tears. Just just trying to cue him up here. <clears throat> All right. Let's dig in. What do we have over here? Up down turn around. I already had two Bloody Marys tonight, so I don't need another one. How about... Uh, let's go over here. Do one of these. How about a Bex? I've had this on the show before, I'm pretty sure. But uh, pick this one up, and hopefully it's a little bit fresher. Is it kind of like Heineken? You know, according to this... It is a German beer originating in Bremen, Germany. And uh, apparently it uh, came over to Philadelphia in 1876 uh, for the Beck and Company. And now uh, this one brewed out of St. Louis, Missouri. It's 12 fluid ounces. As I look on the back of it, it is brewed according to the German purity law of 1516. So, you know, they've been making some good beer for a few years. 5% alcohol by a volume. The average analysis, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, tap into your beer.com. That's, that's the website. There you go. Uh, lots of info on the back. Back of Bex right there. Not big time Bex, just regular Bex. See what I did there, Howard? I've seen I, it around. I always thought it was like a related to Heineken or something just because of the bottle. Never had I was, it though. I was kind of looking for a for a use by date on there, but I uh, didn't see one. Ah, right. So it, it does have that uh distinct scent of the German beer. Uh, 
have you had some uh, like German or imported beer before, like uh, Heineken or different things? So it smells yeah. smells a lot like that. Now it it is a light beer uh, in the terms of what we would consider uh, like Bud Light, but it has uh, flavor. Um, very much in the same style of a Heineken. So if you like Heineken, I bet you would like Beck's for a nice little change of pace here and there. All right. <clears throat> Midnight Rocker, what else you got going on in your world? You were you were recently at some wrestling. Or you wanted to be at wrestling. Oh, you, didn't, you didn't have a chance to go, right? Yeah, there was that. Uh, what was it? Uh, Impact, I believe. And it was at Mall of America. I wanted to go. I really did, but I had other things. I had to do a... But it looked like it was a full house. Full house there. Um, I don't wow. know who, who was there. I don't know. Videos. Yeah, I don't yeah. know who was there. Do you know who was there? I don't even remember. I don't remember off the top of my head. There, there were a couple names that uh, that I would recognize, and then probably even more <clears throat> who uh, I wouldn't necessarily recognize. And uh, what's cool about it is I, if I am correct in remembering, is that it's the first time wrestling has returned to Mall of America since WCW was over there in the MOA back in the late 90s. Yeah, 25 years or something, they said. So hopefully it's uh, not another 25 years for you, and then you can go to the next one. I went to... I, I remember I, the last... I went to um, I went to this Comic-Con uh, a few years ago, 2019. Um, it was actually called GalaxyCon, and uh, huge, huge. And... Uh, they had a wrestling. It was a lot of, it wasn't like any famous people. Um, but it was, you know, kind of like the minor league guys, you know, if you want to say that, but my God, it was, uh, that was incredible. I was just kind of stunned to see people off the circuit, you know, be that damn good and the jumping and just everything between it was, it was amazing, really was. I mean, for being, um, you know, like minor league type of uh, wrestling, it was awesome. It really was. Yeah. And I've been to like boxing so, matches and UFC and stuff like that. But I thought that was, I mean, right up there. You know, it was raw. You know, it was a, it was incredible. Uh, so the event was put on by First Wrestling with the one instead of the I first. Um, oh, yeah. It. 27 years and six days since the uh, WCW event. Uh, featured performers were Orange Cassidy, Rob Van Dam, Dante Martin, Ethan Page, and Colt Cabana. Essentially, all of them except for Rob Van Dam are AEW talent. And Dante Martin is from Minneapolis. That would have been uh, a good show to go to. I enjoyed watching Orange Cassidy wrestle at uh, AEW full gear last year that was fun and he had a hell of a match i know we're we're done talking about wrestling but we're talking about wrestling <laughs> he had a hell of a match with uh pack the 
bastard. What else? What else do you have going on, Tate? I mean, you know, you're you're a busy dude. Uh, good food you've had recently. How about how about oh, that? I'm man. always interested in good food. Oh man, what food have we had? Um, God, just a lot of random stuff. Um, I'm more. I like I like these little mom and pop type shops. Those are kind of my gig. Um, God, what, I don't know what we've had. Sometimes I can't remember <laughs> the, some of the insane things because it eats so many different foods. But had some uh, deep fried corn dog corn dogs at that festival. Those are pretty good. Uh, I didn't make the state fair this year. I'm really disappointed. Oh. I wanted I wanted to I wanted to go really bad, but just couldn't go. Unfortunately, I don't know. We like eat a lot of Thai food, a lot of Japanese food. Uh, tried like different things of those because there's so many of uh of those places like close to us and around. So I I don't know. I tried you know tried like Vietnamese Vietnamese a while back. That was super good. I don't even know what like I can I can't pronounce the names you know because it's tricky <laughs> for me. But the food is it's incredible though. That's some um, delicious food in uh, Las Vegas at the Rio. There's a place called KJ Dim Sum. And it's essentially right across from the Rio's uh, Carnival Buffet that uh, I don't think will ever reopen, unfortunately. It closed for the pandemic, reopened briefly for maybe six months, and then they closed it again. But uh, that place is super authentic, super delicious. They... You can order off of the menu with, you know, 200 different items on there that you have no idea. <laughs> I mean, me, I I like a, a lot of stuff, but no I like, idea. I like when there's pictures. I'm more of a picture guy, you know, because mm-hmm. you get some of these words, you know, from the different cultures and stuff. And like, I don't know, you know, but yeah. Yeah, there were, there were no pictures anywhere on the two menus that you get. Just a lot of text, a lot of lines. The Rio is, uh, um, God, what is their name? The comedians. Are they still? Pen per- and Teller. Teller. Yes, yes. Are they they st- are still st- there, st- and uh, I've seen them twice at the Rio, yeah. and of course, uh, each season of Penn and Teller's Fool Us on the CW. Another good show. They are hilarious. They, uh, at, at the uh, KJ Dim Sum restaurant there's a i don't know four different people who will push around these like steam carts and they'll come up to each table and go you know in a very broken english and so for me not being around it a lot very difficult to try and wrap my brain around like what what are you saying <laughs> and then you know Oh, do you want this basically? And I'm like, I don't, I don't know. Like, what is it? And so it's like shrimp, pork, chicken, something like, okay, sure. And then mm-hmm. they do that and they circle the thing and then they, they go on to the next table. But we tried a bunch of different things while we were there, mostly, you know, from the cart. <clears throat> uh, and delicious very delicious i will say that if you as in like one person wants some egg drop soup or egg flour soup uh 
if you're very hungry and that's all you want, get it from there because their portion is a bowl that they ladle into smaller bowls for you to eat. So it's, it's a lot. I did not know that. And so I just wanted a little cup of egg drop soup. No, no, Mm -hmm. I got a vat and I had already eaten the 12 plates of everything else. Oh no. (laughs) (laughs) But I ate 90% of that some bitch. Partially because the dude kept coming by and ladling more into my <laughs> cup. Oh, no. I got to eat it. It was eight bucks. They're very generous. Some of those uh, uh, places like that, you know, with their culture, like they want you to keep going, keep eating. That's how uh, that Masu place here, a ramen place, the bulls are so deep. I mean, it's the biggest ramen I've ever ate, you know, but it's like $24 for a bowl of ramen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I mean, super fantastic. There's a, another place that we're going to try and uh, do on stream too. I just found out about this. There is a, I think it's a Japanese place. And uh, it's the one where they built built it where the, the food goes on the trays. You know how, how I they love the conveyor like yep. in Japan. I, and I didn't even know that existed. So we're going to sometime in the future here, we're going to try and live stream it because it looks like authentic how it would be in Japan and goes around and shoot, shoot, shoot. Because I've always wanted to go to one. So you've, you've been to one? Yes. Awesome. There, <clears throat> there is, uh, there's a couple of them in uh, Las Vegas, but. Um, the, the one that uh, I've been to three times now is, is fantastic. It's just like that. You say it's a Sapporo revolving sushi and you can sit in the booths and every booth or table is next to the conveyor and they have plates with the little lid on the top and each plate is $3. So whatever, whenever you grab it, whatever's on it, $3. It also has a little placard in front of it that identifies that group is this. So you know what you're getting aside from just looking at it. Uh, on On top of that, it's very easy to rack up a bill because you're like, oh, here's two pieces, here's three pieces, here's four pieces, and... You're eating and then suddenly you have a plate stack that's this high and then it's three, six, nine, twelve, fifteen, eighteen. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you can also order off of the full menu. They have appetizers, regular entrees, and full sushi rolls. And then dessert as well. They have dessert. And then uh, typically the little automated tram will come out above where the conveyor is with your stuff on it and it ding 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 grab your entree and the thing opens up and then you grab your plate and that's cool ding 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 closes and then heads back to the kitchen so it's super cool super bizarre and uh, i remember 
the first time going there and uh it was a 2019 yeah i think it was 2019 walking in and uh uh miley cyrus was playing oh yeah i sent you gentlemen a link to uh f- the photos from kj dim sum so you can enjoy via the internet <laughs> There's also a couple options for all-you-can-eat sushi. And that that is, is good as well because you can try anything on that list that they have. And it's not just pieces of sushi, but you can get like the seaweed salad. You can get uh, dessert. They had a bunch of different dessert items on there. Other entrees, like if you want edamame or, or, or appetizers, I mean, edamame. The regular sushi, as in pieces of sushi or sashimi or full rolls. And they, uh, at the, the place we went to in Las Vegas, uh, JS Gunslinger and I went there actually. They give you one hour and 15 minutes or something or maybe it's just one hour you can order whatever you want in that time however there's no to go so you have to eat it all and if you leave anything more than like one piece you have to pay for the roll that you left because there's no wasting what else you want to talk about i'm down for whatever i'm down for whatever you guys dfw well, in the in that case, Skitter, since we're looking for a topic, how about a hot take? <laughs> Absolutely. I, I know it's no surprise that we both like the Colorado Avalanche. Woo! We think they're a great team. Woo! And I I will give them uh, some credit. Ah, uh, yes. So, yeah. So so here's the thing. What I like is that our team. When we do something like sign a new player or a returning player, we have this nice big graphic. This is the way you should do it. The player is the main focus. It's really a cruddy thing when a team puts more of the focus on themselves, like their logo, than a player signed. Hooray, the wild. (laughs) There we go. There we go. Now you're talking power. but 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 look at this the wild is the main part of this ad down here is the player signed little tiny photo little name not not nearly as classy as the avalanche in that regard i agree in that sense it should be like how the avalanche had theirs kind of takes away from the person you know yeah it's a look welcome to the wild that's the big exciting part and then it's just down here Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, Philippe Gustafson. Yeah, there you go. I I've seen a couple of those kidder, and I was like, I have to share that at some point. It's all it's about the, the marketing. Keep getting yeah. those tickets in. Huh? But uh, kidder, uh, you had a news story you wanted to talk about or share. I know uh, you sent me a link. This will be near and dear to your heart. Why? Because it involves the United States Postal Service, and a USPS vehicle. Most likely that you haven't stolen yet. 
don't do this. And this one comes to us from Rude Boy Kyle Territory. Yes, the United States Postal Service mail carrier. Well, <clears throat> he was robbed near Merle Hay Road and Urbandale Avenue. If you're in the Des Moines area, you know exactly where that is. Now, police made contact with the mail carrier. Mail carrier said the robber opened his driver's side door. He displayed a gun, demanded the guy's keys, wallet, and phone. The mail carrier claimed that the robber took his postal key and cell phone before running away. Police say in a statement, moments later, the mail carrier caught up with the suspect at Merle Hay Road and Boston Avenue and hit the suspect with his work van, not once, but twice in the intersection. The mail carrier claims the suspect got up and limped away toward 59th Street and Boston, just a block over, before getting into a car and driving northbound on 59th Street to get away. The United States Postal Inspection Service confirmed the robbery on Monday, saying the mail carrier was not hurt. When asked about the mail carrier allegedly hitting the robber with his van, the Postal Inspection Service declined to comment. They also would not confirm whether the postal worker is still employed or if that person is facing any punishment. Sheesh. Gone postal in Des Moines. How does that make you feel, Jaco, knowing that you too have stolen mail vehicles and raced them in Grand Forks with <laughs> other members and contributors of this show? Well, now, let, let's be clear. There were no actual postal trucks stolen nor raced. <laughs> right, Howard. Try, try to keep that joke going for another 15 years. <laughs> yes. Yes, uh, I'm sure. I'm sure my co-conspirators in that one um, all will uh, get a kick out of this story when they uh, get to this episode. And if you're wondering what the story is, do go back into our archives. Um, gosh, I'm trying to remember the episode number for that. Future Howard will bail me out and he'll put it in the show notes. But it was also the debut episode of Big D, uh, the gentleman from Indiana. So uh, that's where we told that story because he was one of the co-conspirators. So, yeah. I mean, it only took him like 65 episodes to get on. We didn't been, <clears throat> been inviting him for, you know, like 65 episodes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the Midnight Rocker, we invite him on. He's <laughs> like, sure, I'll be on. When do you want me on? I'm like, what about, uh, I don't know, tomorrow? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Happy to be there. It always works. Well, gents, we've been talking for quite a while. And, uh, you know, our does have company coming so he better get to bed so kidder it's probably time we wrap this episode up with some you know plugs okay first of all the uh, all you can eat sushi restaurant that uh, we partook on in, in las vegas js gunslinger and i in our mrs 
Uh, it was called <coughs> Umiya Sushi, and it's located on West Flamingo Road. If you want to uh, visit there, some tasty, tasty food there. All right, on with the cheap plugs. It is Beer Blues and BS. That's our show. We thank you for joining us for this episode. And if you would, please share, like, comment, subscribe, etc. Wherever and whenever you're watching this, give us a thumbs up. Hit the share button because sharing is caring. And of course, please subscribe to the channel itself because uh, it helps us keep this show going and make, you know, another I don't know, 20 cents to help take on that old bill because, <laughs> you know. You got to pay to play in this damn A&H, and we're playing. <clears throat> so we continue with BeerBluesBS.com, the website, BeerBluesBS.com. Click Merch right at the top of the page, and that gets you to our merch store. A huge selection of pint glasses for you to choose from, an array, if you will, because there are many designs even updated just a little bit. So if you haven't seen the new and improved items at beerbluesbs.com slash merch, essentially, go check it out. Merch, beerbluesbs.com. And please, you can buy an item or two and use the code EARLYBIRD and uh, the store should give you a little bit of a discount for uh, helping us out. Other than that, well, we are all over the place. Of course, Facebook is our main hub for everything beer, blues, and BS. We post on there about the shows. We release the shows right there. And, of course, uh, on YouTube as well for the video version. But it's your opportunity to interact, like, share, and uh, comment as well right on our homepage of Facebook. Search Beer, Blues, and BS on Facebook, or just go to the link here, facebook.com slash beerbluesbs. We've also included in the metaverse the Instagram page. We're putting up videos and photos on there. That is at beerbluesbs, instagram.com slash beerbluesbs. So please, if you're on the gram, follow, like, subscribe, etc. Please and thanks. If you are looking to listen to us in the audio world, we're everywhere. We're on every single platform that you could imagine for audio podcasting and music. You know, Google Play, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Amazon Music, Stitcher, TuneIn, IMDb, Player FM, and there's probably a bunch more as well. So if there's any of those that I did not name that you are a member of or you have an account with, search Beer Blues NBS and please subscribe, listen to us, like us. We appreciate it. Howard appreciates it. Even Midnight Rocker appreciates it. And uh, by the way, as we're cheaply plugging our cheap plugs, Midnight Rocker, where and when. Can everyone follow you everywhere? <laughs> we got it. So it's uh, Midnight Rocker, Instagram. Uh, Twitter is my name, Tate Tibor. And uh, dude, Cameo, Cameo, uh, Midnight Rocker 101. Can give you shout outs for birthdays or any celebrations you want me to do. 
Uh, do we have a TikTok? Midnight Rocker. YouTube, Midnight Rocker. Uh, main one, probably Instagram and Twitch. Midnight Rocker 101 is where you'll probably find me the most. Live. Or not. <laughs> Mostly probably live. Live or not. <laughs> or, or playing one of these episodes. You got to right. fill time somehow. Awesome. Really appreciate you being on the show again. Thank you for sharing all of your goodness with us. Thanks for sharing your arcade. And uh, make sure that you you hit that D-Day machine up right behind you there. Put a couple coins in it for us. Yeah. Win big. Yep, I'm going to put my tokens in here I got. <clears throat> Tol not, dr not drink tokens, Howard, but real tokens. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that one uh, going to the... Uh, South Park movie series and the last season, uh, of course, is you know in the previous seasons they've called the uh, black child on the show token, but mm -hmm. uh, then they switch it to Tolkien, as in like token, but with O L K E I N or something like that or I E N, and of course everybody is like, yeah, it's always been Tolkien. <laughs> So use your tokens. Mm -hmm. Midnight Rocker, what a what thank you again. Really appreciate that. Howard Blues, thank you for uh making the trip down the steps, turning the computer on and doing the doing the magic, making the things happen in the background. Thank you guys for uh for having me tonight. Appreciate it. Thanks for the the call too, or the text. Worked out <laughs> just perfect absolutely we're happy to do that we're happy to do a lot of things here on beer blues and bs and one of the things is not ending the show it's like the show that never ends but we'll put a bow on it for this week he's howard blues i'm pointing at him too he's midnight rocker 101 i am the man the myth the legend mark kidder thanks for joining us for this and every episode of beer blues and bs really appreciate you for joining us remember tomorrow there's free beer yeah free beer tomorrow i know <clears throat> keep your glass at least half full we're almost there and we will catch you on that high tech tuscan highway have a good one see you in the next episode of beer blues nbs You have been listening to a UA production of Beer, Blues, and BS. If you enjoyed the show, help others find out about it by rating the show or leaving a review at your podcast listening service of choice. Thanks for listening, and may your glass never be empty. UA Productions presents A Glimpse Behind the Curtain. Sometimes. Build it, build it yourself. <laughs>
sometimes people will come into my channel and they're like, are you really in an arcade? Like, Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Hopefully I don't freeze this time. Yeah. <laughs> Internet's been acting pretty wacky. Need to you want to reboot the modem while we're while we're in the pregame phase? Yeah, I yeah, I just I did right before I came on okay. here. <laughs> so fingers crossed. Yeah, we don't want any of that other uh that shenanigans bullshit that happened last time because <sighs> I hope not it uh <clears throat> it was nothing on you and we feel at least I I feel bad because yeah, we were on this and then what do you get? You're a still of you from like 80% of the episode. Yeah. I almost typed salmon. Yeah, I was typing slam, but uh, it, it just wanted to get away from me. And I, uh, slam and salmon.